to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 254, Planet of Fire. My name is John, and joining me every time we have way too much Who news is (laughs) my good friend Taylor. Taylor. Hello. Oh, boy. Oh, boy, in... Indeed, this has been quite the day. It, it finally happened. We, you know, this usually happens when we're we finished recording. Yes, typically with galley news. Yeah, it, you know, we were like, well, that was a great episode, and then the next day or the day after, breaking news. Yep. But this time, somehow, oh boy, somehow we managed. But we'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We got a lot to we talk will. about. A lot to speculate about. Um, but I mean, before we do all of that, Taylor, how are you? Um, honestly, kind of exhausted, pretty overwhelmed. All right. Um, and not just from Dr. Who news, just the world around us Yes. right now. Um, you know, increasing COVID cases. Yeah. Like at my kid's school, in my kid's class. Yeah. Um, yeah, my sister just, uh. Posted about a a new close contact, mm-hmm. and it's been a while since I've seen yeah. one from her. So, yeah, um, you know we're we're racing toward the end of the school year. I mean, the kids have like under three weeks for the most part. Yeah, at this point, um, Amber even less, and it's just like, oh my god, just get us through to the end of the year, and and you know let people be able to stay home yeah. and not risk any more exposure um yeah it's you know i mean there's stuff coming up this week where it's like okay are we all still gonna go maybe i just go we don't know so yeah yeah, it's all sorts of it's all sorts of bonkers and not the fun kind of bonkers like (laughs) we have with planet of fire i mean yes oh john how are you my friend Uh, i'm doing i'm doing fine doing all right um it's a i forgot it's a four-day week for me oh nice uh, because on on friday we are traveling up to uh the bay area oh of course yes yes for uh, a little shindig a little gathering of of unions indeed is that right <laughs> very excited for that yeah yeah, yeah it, should, it should be it should be a good time i'm excited i actually need to go um, I need to go buy some new clothes, ah, which is fine because we, the dress is not, um, it's not that complicated. So I'll no, thankfully relatively casual. Yes. So I will, um, I will be okay. I was kind of like, oh no. Um, but I'll have some time this week and it's all relatively easy stuff to get. Um, yep. I did not have to get my suspenders and bow tie. <laughs> uh, which are being provided for me. I'm excited to um, to wear those, and and I'll just leave it at that, I guess. Excellent. Well, I'm I'm personally really hoping that my whole family will feel comfortable enough being there um, because, yeah, I, I want them to meet, you know, a good oh chunk of the galley. I haven't seen 
I haven't. I think since the housewarming or a birthday party, uh, probably something like that. Yeah, before you moved down south. Yeah. Way. Wow. Yeah. 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 A while. It has been a while. Yeah. It'll be good to get back to the bay and and hang out for yeah. uh, for for a wedding and uh, some other. Weather's stuff. actually supposed to be quite warm this weekend. I think. Oh. <laughs> gross. But oh well. That's fine. Well, yeah. That's fine. We'll have we'll have a fun day. I'm excited. Yep. I'm excited to see everyone. And oh, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, it's gonna be gonna be a good time road tripping too. <laughs> cool. And our our pup sitter was available, and that always makes us feel good and comfortable. And yeah. Oh, and I took the Monday off, so I can just hang out on Monday. Oh, excellent. Good yes, call. Yes. Yes. Good excellent. call. Excellent. Definitely better excellent. than it tearing you apart. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's what I'll be like when it's like ninety degrees out. Yeah, that'll be me. But yeah, uh, you know, excited about that. And um, I guess we'll get to uh, what's making us happy this fortnight. I I will just bleed into that and say like that's good. That's making me happy. I'm excited to you know to take part in that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. We've recorded since my birth. No, uh-huh. uh, no. We have not. We have not recorded since your birthday. <laughs> so I had my 39th birthday uh, about 12 days ago. Yes. It was uh, It was fun. I took the day off. I streamed for a little bit. Um, I got some pizza from Prince Street Pizza, and it was amazing, and we had leftovers for a while, and it was a good time. And what else? I mean... Yeah, that made that made me pretty happy. I'm trying to think of what else we got. We got hotels. We got new yes. Hotels, so that's made me happy as well. Yeah, I, mean, I don't same. I don't know if that's in who news, but you know, it's we did it, and we are able to. You know, it, it, the the luck has it, and we got our tickets too. So that's important as well. So we're <laughs> well, yeah, we're all taken care of here. Good. So we will be back at Galley in full force. That's right. Once again, and. Uh, is that it? I mean, the Mets are doing well. That's always Good. great. And um, yeah, I think that's it. That's it. Fair. We'll go with that. What about you, Taylor? <laughs> um, well, yeah, getting getting the galley hotel room lined up always a good thing. Uh, you get into that last minute refresh uh, loop, ignoring everything else. So you can hit that link as soon as it pops up. And, yeah, yeah, sure enough. But boy, I tell you, as I was putting my information in, I'm like, oh man, the site is slowing down. <laughs> I, could, I could actually see it slowing down as I'm trying to like click on drop down menus and stuff. It was wild. Um, but I don't know what's making me happy. Um, you know, I got to admit, <clears throat> this seems like a really small thing, but I was really, really thrilled by it. Um, the The sliding door on our bus um, has always been kind of slow and gummy to open. It should just, you, know, you hit the handle, it just boom, pops open, slides back, right? Yeah. Um, and I was sitting here going, I'm like, man, I really want to get this like working nice and smoothly. And I'm like, this is going to end up having to be like, I'm going to have to go in and like adjust cables and stuff probably just to watch. And so I was, I was online on a, on a VW forum that I frequent and I was kind of like trying to pick some brains before jumping in there. And somebody was like, yeah, you might want to just check the, you know, the, the latch, just to see if it's, you know, gummed up and just needs lubrication or something. Check that first. And I was like, eh, pretty sure I did that last time I was out there kind of 
lubricating things and whatnot. But sure enough, I went back there and said, okay, let's take a look at this. And yeah, dude, it was gummy and gross as heck. And I'm like, oh, maybe I didn't do this. So I cleaned the snot. I like literally just squirted engine degreaser. Oh, no. All over it. No, no, no. Oh, wait, that's, that's good. <laughs> that's good because it's getting all the gunk off. Yes. And then lubricated it. I just turned and then, degreaser and I went, wait, that doesn't sound good. No, 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 no. When when it's when it's old and gummy and it's making everything move slowly, you want to degrease it because that's all just it's got dirt and gunk in it. It's not like good, like clean grease, if that's a term. Um, it's not fresh grease. That's the word I want to use. Ah, OK. Um, and so, yeah, then lubricated it all up and uh, just kind of worked the motion a bit just to kind of like get it kind of circulating through all the bits and uh, nooks and crannies uh, like an Thomas's English muffin. Um, and yeah, it's fantastic. It, it, it love it slides closed and it latches just fine. And the moment I turn that handle, it boom pops out slides all the way back and it's doesn't hang up on anything. And I just was like super thrilled that it was as easy as it ended up being. Love it. Great. Yep. There you go. Yep. Oh, goodness oh yeah goodness goodness well that's it we have nothing else to talk about everyone it's nothing, a slow week nothing else happened um except last sunday yes i woke up went went to uh the bathroom came back and lauren said they announced the new doctor and i said what do you mean they announced the new doctor and she said they they just tweeted it out and I said, what did you, what do you mean they just tweeted it out? And she says, do you want me to tell you? I'm like, no, I want to look for myself. So I look, I see the tweet, uh, first reaction, no offense. I went, I don't know who this is, which is fine. Sure. Cause I didn't know sure. who Capaldi was, didn't know Matt Smith was barely knew who Jody was. So that's fine. That's not really a, you know, an issue here. My second reaction was. Why, why, oh, why did we not get a cool little intro video or an interview mm -hmm. like we did for Jody and we did for uh, Peter Capaldi? And then my third reaction was, well, this is great. I'm excited for this. <laughs> Those are my reactions. I was disappointed that uh, Shudigatwa did not get the, the pop and circumstance. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I get it and I agree. Um, I think given, given the other announcements that have since followed, um, yes. I think, I think there's a pretty good like reasoning behind it, like directly from RTD himself. Okay. Um, and I, I obviously I was going to mention it later, but since you kind of bring it up in terms of this, <clears throat> he literally today said, look, you know, we really would love to keep all of this under wraps and surprise you all when it comes on the TV, but we're going to be filming in London. Yeah. Right. None of this is going to stay secret. So we thought we'd announce it first. Well, that's, and fine. it's like, okay, yeah, I get it. I get that. But also, I mean, they did that. They announced it first with Jody and, and Capaldi. I look, I get it. I don't have a good answer for that. I mean, I'd love, I'd love a good. Let's proper... get him on. Let's get him on the phone. Let's get but, RTD yeah. on the phone right now. Yeah, you know, I'd love to see a little intro video. I'd love to see like, oh, here's what uh, his his 
costume is going to look like. I'd love to see all oh, of Oh, I don't even need that. I just need, like, and the new Doctor is, let's bring him out, and then we get yeah. the little interview or even, like, do something with, with, with Jody where you don't get, it. like, there's nondescript clothing. It's just the announcement and the TARDIS, and that's it. Right. Um. I mean, listen. Yeah, we got we got we got emojis. We got emojis. Listen. Let's let's just I guess move past me being like, uh, We have a new doctor. We do. Uh, Shudi Gatwa. I am unfamiliar with all of his stuff. I watched a bunch of his interviews because there was a red carpet event. Yes. That day. Uh, yeah. The the. I think the Welsh Baftas. Yes. Yeah, something. Yes. The Baftas for sure. I yeah. I think it was the well. Yes. Yeah. And uh, listen, I watched a bunch of his interviews of, on the red carpet and some other stuff afterwards. I'm all in. I'm excited. This is it's exciting. To, it's it's exciting to see him and and Russell T Davies just hanging out. It just feels yeah. uh, in the in the words of a famed WWE stable. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Uh, it feels <laughs> new. It feels exciting. Yeah, it does. Uh, yeah, and I mean, apparently, it, but this is one thing that, like, I'm like, man, now I want to know who was the person who had it until sh- until uh, Shooty came in to do to do the. Um, oh yeah, I'm sure someday we'll find out who was it. I'm sure someday we will find out. Um, and are they now immediately the new master? <laughs> <laughs> I like how you think. I mean, I would do that. I'd be like, right? listen, are you mad? <clears throat> yes. Well, now you're the enemy of the doctor. I was, yeah. I mean, I really, I had seen um, a couple of episodes of Sex Education mm. um, on Netflix, and he's he's in that. Um, and so I was a little familiar, but I didn't, like, just recognize him off the bat. Somebody had to, like, be like, oh, hey, he was in this. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. That guy. Cool. And just to see... You know, just the energy that he's just kind of already bringing, just talking about it. Um, I'm very energized. Yeah. Um, I'm very excited by these possibilities. Um, I think it's hilarious. Amber was like, Amber finally saw the news and she was like, I'm not sure how I feel about this. I might have to start watching Doctor Who again. Although it's kind of weird. Like, I saw this guy get a blowjob. Because <laughs> <laughs> she watched more episodes than I did of Sex Education. I was like, yeah, that's probably a first. Yeah. That's probably a first for the show. Maybe. Well, I will say my my. Uh, I mean, speaking of people going, you know what? I want. I think I want to check this out. I had uh, my co-host on uh, that wrestling show for that hashtag yeah. show. Uh, Neeson. He hit me up and said, "Okay, I think I'm ready." And I said, Excellent. "How deep do you want to go? Do you want a sampler or do you want to just start?" He's like, "Give me a sampler." So Lauren and I got together and said, all right, let's give him one of each doctor and see if he goes from there. Okay. So we gave him, let me find, let me find the episodes that we gave him. I can, I can tell you the episodes and we'll get to, we'll get to, there's a lot more who news people just, yeah, just get ready here. Let me, let me see here. Here we go. So we gave him blink. Okay. I'm sorry. In order, Rose blink, Vincent and the doctor, the pilot and Kerblam. Cool. So we gave him those, and uh, he's like, that's only one episode each? And I said, yes. And he, he sent me a message being like, I'm starting it. <laughs> and he, he finished it, and we, I was like, I need, I need full report. And he said, let's see. He said, well, my favorite out of all of them was the pilot. 
So okay. he liked the pilot, and he said the Van Gogh one was good as well, but my second would be Blink. So so there yep. you go. So I don't That's know. Good. I have not followed up with him. I don't want to be like, so you're going to watch everything now? Right. Because uh, I don't want to force it. But uh, he did enjoy it. Uh, I good. will get a further report from him when I speak to him next. But, yeah, people are excited. People are very, very excited. Yeah, totally. I've I have seen very little like negative reaction and the ones that i have seen are just gatekeeping douches yeah who just should be blocked on twitter yeah you know it's it's like it's like everybody who is you know uh celebratory in fandom generally is all completely on board uh with this and i'm yeah like i'm i'm very excited very 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 excited yes like more than a year from now. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, I know it's going to be a while, but exciting nonetheless. And that's not, that's not all of the uh, announcements we had. No. um, And, and honestly, we've got links to all this stuff in the show notes. If you, for some reason you haven't seen it yet. Um, But apparently, um, yeah, you were talking about how they basically had someone line up uh, to play the doctor and then shooty got what shows up and they're like, Oh, Hold the phone. Well, don't, um, don't hold the phone. Call that other person and tell them thanks well, for no thanks. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but this wasn't just like the audition wasn't just like, oh, here, come in and read some Shakespeare for us, you know, play against someone. Like, like Davies had like an eight page scene or speech basically written up. It was, this was a, a proper, like, of course you he know, did. Show us what you can do kind of thing he says i wrote a special audition speech it was an eight page scene a big scene you had to learn it and come in um so yeah i'm i hope that's one of those things that that someday you know we get to see that because i feel like that kind of thing oh absolutely it's it's always fascinating to see what they come up with that kind of behind the scenes stuff absolutely yeah um so yeah if if getting the news about shooty uh sunday before last wasn't enough um, this past Sunday, aka yesterday, um, it drops that David Tennant and Catherine Tate are going to be returning for any, I'm phrasing it this way, something related to the 60th anniversary. Uh, he, yes, that is a good way to phrase it. Um, and uh, firstly, what? Exactly. Pick any David Tennant what gif you want because they all fit. Um, and yeah, I, this really kind of blew my mind a little bit because it's, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm being very careful, especially as an editor to pay close attention to the words that are specifically chosen for this, you know, for any of these news releases, um, because it literally says one of the most loved pairings in Doctor Who's history have reunited and are filming scenes. Saw a lot of that today that are due to air yes, in 2023 to coincide with the show's 60th anniversary celebrations. Yeah. So this could be, um, this could be like, um, Oh, night of the doctor. Right. This could be like some sort of like side adventure. This isn't necessarily the 60th that they're filming right now. Yeah. Um, I have seen, um, and thanks always to Doctor Who Production News on uh, Twitter, who I'm I'm fast becoming friends with, encouraging them to come to Gallifrey One. And, um, you know, 
he's sharing stuff from like, oh, yeah, first week of June, it looks like they're filming on this particular street. And I think that's supposed to be the 60th. But again, don't quote me until we get there. But um, yeah, uh, Russell T. Davies of this pairing is quoted as saying, they're back and it looks impossible. First, we announce a new doctor and then an old doctor along with the wonderful Donna. What on earth is happening? I, Russell, I asked myself the same thing. <laughs> maybe, maybe this is a missing story or a parallel world or a dream or a trick or a flashback. The only thing I can confirm is that it's going to be spectacular as two of our greatest stars reunite for the battle of a lifetime. Yeah, I'm <clears throat> very interested. Yep, I am too. Now, John, if we've got it on the soundboard, I think you need to hit that cloister bell with what I'm going to share next. Uh oh, where is oh here it is. <laughs> Alright. So folks, what I'm about to report is stuff that I have seen on Twitter from people on the ground taking photos of the filming that was happening literally today. Yes. Um yes, David Tennant was seen. Mm -hmm. um yes people think he's got a new jacket i think he was just wearing a jacket over his outfit yeah i think people are reading too much into that yes did i see Catherine tate yes i saw Catherine tate in these pictures so all of that is confirmed here's here's who else was seen yes right and if you don't want to know seriously jump forward maybe say 90 seconds okay fair warning um uh bernard cribbins we got ourselves some Wilf. Wilf is on set, yes. Wilf is on set, and it very, very much looks like Rachel Talalay is directing. Yes, I mean, I, I will say there were pictures of her on set. I don't know yes. if we actually saw her get behind a camera or do anything I, like that, but... Okay, fair. I, I fair. just don't want to get my hopes up, because... No, like, no, no, it's... Yeah, if, I gotcha. If Murray Gold shows up with a piano, it's all over, okay? I'm just saying right now. <laughs> As as he live scores it. So oh, cheese. Yes. Right? That yes. would be insane. Anyway, so yeah, this this is very exciting. And then of course, Lena, who is the one who suggested we watch Planet of Fire, was like, Oh yeah, and they've seen Jenny too. And I was like, What? She's like, No, actually I was joking about that one. I'm like, Oh my god, don't <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that, Lena. Funny. Good Funny. Heavens. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> lots of speculation about what could be going on in the in the 60th. Uh, it also kind of sounded within that post, well, I mean, I guess technically we got more announcements coming, but it sounded yeah. like more was to come from that, and we did get another formal announcement today. Um, yeah. And, yeah, take, take it away. Yeah, so um, they've announced... Hmm, they've announced that Yasmin Finney is joining the Doctor Who cast. I think that is the safest way to phrase that. Yes. Um, because there was a little bit of um, confusion and misreporting. Um, so Yasmin Finney is a name I'm not familiar with. She's apparently in a Netflix series called Heartstopper. Mm -hmm. um, so she is playing a character named Rose. Yes. Um, and is filming scenes that are due to air in 2023 to coincide, there's that word again, with the show's 60th anniversary. Yes. So <laughs> I kind of got the feeling like when it was very first announced, like I'm instantly like I'm following her on Instagram now. 
Um, I was like, okay, great. We've got the doctor. We've got the companion. Yes. Okay. But here's all this stuff. Like they're not saying she's the companion. Yes. <laughs> right. They're saying she's joining the cast. Her name is Rose. Rose. Now, I don't think there's officially a last name given at this point. No, there isn't. We, we got tricked earlier. Yeah, we totally got tricked earlier. Um, and you and I had kind of a rapid fire exchange of like, oh my God, does this mean, does it, could this have, oh my God. And it, it was all for naught. It was all untrue. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm personally, I'm very excited. I think this is great. Even though I haven't seen her acting yet. Um, I think it is uh, excellent that we've got a transgender actress having kind of a major role um, on Dr. Who. Yes. I am I am 100% for this. I am I'm thrilled that we have now in terms of new people um you know two actors of color that we we have that representation. Yes. You know um and and yeah, I'm just I'm I'm always all for this. Like we've had plenty of white dudes and I say that as a white dude myself. Yeah. I'm like we we need the variety, we need the diversity, we need the representation. Absolutely. You know, um, I, I think I said it at Galley, just with the presence of Joe Martin in the show. Um, I, I feel like I saw, you know, um, more black fans yeah. at Gallifrey One. And that's great. I can only imagine what this is going to do. I, I think it's excellent. I'm 100% for it. And I'm very excited to see where uh she fits in absolutely with things does she become the new companion is she just on board for the 60th i don't know i is it a little confusing that we've got another rose played by a yasmin now yeah <laughs> but that's that's my fault that's my brain at work here yeah um yeah it's going to be it's going to be great I'm very very excited to see what <clears throat> yasmin brings to the table or to the tardis mm -hmm. maybe yeah. Who knows? Oh my! I I cannot wait to see the TARDIS interior reveal. Oh, I can't! I can't wait to see a lot of things. <laughs> That's true. It's That's gonna true. Be, it's going to be great. I mean, we have Rachel Talalay on set. I mean, yeah. most likely directing the sixtieth. That is wild. Oh yeah, that is absolutely I mean, wild. Assuming the assuming that is the full sixtieth that they're working on. Yes. You know, I mean, for a big special like that. You would want someone like Talalay behind the Absolutely. camera. Absolutely. A hundred percent. You'd want her there for every episode. <laughs> well. No offense to any up and coming at, uh, directors who have the dream of directing a Doctor Who episode. But listen, no, not listen, you know, a different episode, not that one. Um, <laughs> but don't blink. But Wait, don't no. Blink. Wait, okay. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited. I, 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 it sounds like and it feels like. We're going to be getting more announcements coming out the woodworks here. Yeah, we, we will see. I did see Russell say, okay, look, <laughs> I know that's a lot that we've thrown at you the past couple of weeks, but really we need to take a break on, yeah. on, on dropping this news. I think he also, uh, he also we'll commented see. on his own post. Sorry for not announcing Wilf. I don't know if that was a fake oh. comment that somebody made, but it was, <laughs> it, they screenshotted it. And I, I thought that was very funny. That is funny. Yeah. And I mean, is that it? Is that all the news? That's. Yeah. That I mean, right. really. Um, yeah. I didn't really have anything else uh, that kind of came close in terms of like, 
Yes, we definitely need to mention this. Although I, I will mention that the both volumes of the essential Terrence Dicks, like the target novel, like anthologies uh, oh. are out. Um, and I, rather than spending $50 on two 1000 page hard copies, um, I decided to spend $20 on two Kindle versions and not have a really, really heavy book in my hands. And I've been working on the first volume of Terrence Dick's target novels. Nice. Lately. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Very cool. Very cool. So, yeah. All right. I guess, uh, we have an ep- we have some episodes to review. <laughs> We watched. We watched an episode. We watched. We watched four episodes. And that's right. We did. The episodes we watched were Planet of Fire, starring Peter Davison as the Doctor, Mark Strickland as Turlo, Gerald Flood as Chameleon, Nicola Bryant as Perry Doctor. <laughs> I guess introducing Nicola Bryant Correct. as Perry and yeah. Anthony Ainley as the Master. It was written by Peter Grimwade and directed by Fiona Cumming. It first aired February 23rd and March 2nd, 1984. And it is the fifth story of season 21. And we have almost as many show notes at, or story notes as we did who news to talk about. Holy moly. Yeah, it's quite a bit. Let's go. All right. Well, this story had the working title of Planet of Fear. Um, isn't that another Doctor Who? Episode? I might have been or might have became as yeah. such, but instead they went Planet of Fire. Fire. I kind of wish that I, I had sent you. I've got a couple of sound clips from um, Firestarter. Oh, nice. Um, could have just thrown those in randomly. Anyway, um, interestingly enough, this was the first uh, Doctor Who story to include filming away from the European continent. Oh, okay. So completely away from the continent, uh, 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 Lanzarote is at least how I pronounce it. You'd listen to British people uh, say it, and they say every single letter in the word Lanzarote mm. uh, is out in the Canary Islands, mm. down toward Africa there. Okay. Um, so yeah, just so completely away from the European continent now. Um, Chame- Chameleon appears for the first time yes. since the King's Demons Yes, in the previous season. Of course, complications involving the robot model prevented him from appearing in other episodes, although a scene was filmed for The Awakening, but edited out before transmission. Well, interesting. I wonder if that yeah. survives somewhere. Uh, maybe. It's I feel filmed. like I don't know that season 21 has gotten the Blu-ray treatment I yet, but I've check. got a feeling that when it does, we may see that. Now, Chameleon's death, quote-unquote, makes him the fourth known companion to die while traveling with the Doctor following Katarina, Sarah Kingdom, and not surprisingly, Adric. Oh, Adric. Oh, Adric, indeed. Um, There are parallels with the H. Ryder Haggard novel, She, whose title character renews herself periodically by bathing in a magic flame. Interestingly enough, Haggard's great-great-great-niece, Daisy Haggard would later play Sophie in The Lodger and Closing Time. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, This is only the, uh, sorry, this is the only televised Fifth Doctor story not to visually contain Tegan. The Doctor's reference to Tegan at the beginning of Part 1 means that she was technically a part of every single one of his television stories in some way. Wow. Yep. This also, go ahead. That's crazy. Yeah, right? Huh. Yeah. This also occurred with Perry, who appeared for, uh, so 
forgive me, who appeared, or if you discount Trial of a Time Lord as a single story, uh, either appeared or was mentioned in every Six Doctor story. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rose Tyler, who appeared in every episode during Nine's run, and Yaz with the 13th Doctor. Oh, look at that. Yep. Uh, this was also the final uh, serial to feature a male companion until the series revival in 2005. Wow. Uh, was, yeah, he's the last male companion seen on screen. Huh. That's not to say that there weren't one-offs. Virgin New Adventure novels. Oh, yeah. Big finished audios with male. But in terms of on screen, yes. That's crazy. Yeah. The departure of Turlo and the destruction of Chameleon mark the end of an almost seven-year span of stories featuring at least one non-human companion. Wow, so lots of ends of eras happening in this episode. Yes, yes, which is partially why the story notes are so long. Yeah. This time. Hi, puppers. Um, The master's final line before apparently being killed is directed squarely at the doctor. Won't you show mercy to your own... According to the DVD commentary, Fiona Cumming asked John Nathan Turner how the line was supposed to end, to which he replied, brother. Oh. However, Anthony Ainley never said the word in any take captured on video. Thus, fans are free to speculate about how the line was to actually have ended. Um, Obviously, in Sound of Drums, the Tenth Doctor strongly implies that the Master was definitely not his brother. (laughs) Yeah, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, Peter Grimwade was apparently furious at the casting of Dallas Adams as Professor Foster. Uh, he had written the part for an elderly man, and this casting caused Grimwade to cut his legs with the series. All right, that's a bit dramatic. If, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I do kind of feel like, you know, Howard is a little on the younger side. Yeah. But Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, very, mean, it's very confusing. Yeah, it is. Um the master actually was originally supposed to be killed off for good as Anthony Ainley's contract had expired. Well, I mean, well, we'll get to that. <laughs> we will, but let's, let's admit you can never keep a good master down. No, absolutely not. Never, ever. Um, obviously. And this comes as no surprise. Chameleon morphs into both the master and Howard in order to avoid having to bring the cumbersome robot prop on location. Yeah. I mean, good, good call. Good call yeah. all around. Yeah. I mean, really, anytime you've got a <clears throat> slightly uncanny valley looking robot who cannot make a facial expression screaming, um, it, it really is just kind of terrifying. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, Peter Davison later said that his look of sorrow and remorse at having to kill Chameleon was pure acting as he was totally glad to be rid of his troublesome prop. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> yep. Okay. This next one, I, I laughed so hard when I read it. I'm like, okay, I have to put this one in no matter what. Um, so filming the scene where Turlo rescues Perry was bizarrely disrupted by a German nudist. What? <laughs> yeah, he believed that Nicola Bryant was actually drowning when she filmed the scene oh my of Perry in the water. The man was very unhappy to learn that Nicola Bryant was just acting and later ruined a take for a scene on the beach when he ran through the shot. Of course. Amazing. Probably junk flying everywhere. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and if that wasn't enough, this is what you get for going off to the Canary Islands to shoot an episode of Doctor Who on the last night there. Dallas Adams and Peter Wingard liberated some turtles kept in the hotel pool and released them into the sea, causing the police to be summoned. Oh, my God. That's great. Love that. 
Absolutely love that. All right, Taylor. I'm well, really hoping this comes up in the uh, in the Blu-ray. Yeah, that would be. Oh, I would love to see that. I mean, this sounds like what is the season twenty-one? Sounds like a sounds like a wild time. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right, Taylor. You got a world famous synopsis for us, so take it away. All right. Well, the Doctor Turlo and apparently Chameleon, who's screaming quite a lot, arrive in the Canary Islands. I mean, Greece or. Sarn, mostly both. Anyway, Chameleon quickly has a bit of an identity crisis as a somewhat petulant Perry finds herself under the thumb of the Master, or a very silver version of her stepdad. Anyway, it isn't long before they all travel to Sarn just in time for us to learn Turlo's backstory because he's not going to be around much longer. Mind you, the Master has one teensy problem he has to deal with first. Yes, I did have to make that mm. joke. Now it's time to spike up your hair and do your best Keith Flint impersonation as we look at Planet of Fire. Planet of Fire. Goodness gracious. Hunking instigator. This um this was something. It it was now now we we at one time uh a mere two weeks ago were saying this might be our new benchmark of bonkers. And I mean, let's uh, you know what? Before we get to that, let's yep. um, let's get to our overall feelings. Let's talk about our feelings, Taylor. What what did you think? Well, I mean, it's interesting because I mean, I definitely liked it. I'm not quite sure that it sets that new benchmark. We'll talk about that more. Um, I definitely appreciate it for some of the insights this story has given me about Five's era. And how stuff we've seen recently in Modern Who kind of has its roots deep in the classic era. Like more so than I think most people realize. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, on the whole, I enjoyed it. But mostly for like stuff that it made me think about outside of just this particular story. Yeah, I don't (laughs) think it sets... Yeah, I don't think it sets the benchmark for... uh, Also, uh, before... I'll say it comes close. Yeah. But I mean, but I guess before we, we go more in depth with that, um, I at first was like, Oh boy, I don't, I don't know if I'm like, if I'm digging this. Um, but then, you know, we kind of get like, as it goes on and I'm not even talking about like, ter- like honestly, Turlo's backstory, I could take it or leave it. Honestly, mm-hmm. I didn't mm-hmm. really think that was that, uh, interesting, but, um, all the stuff with Chameleon and the Master and Perry and the Doctor, uh, all good stuff. Really, really liked it. Um, yeah. But I don't know, yeah, if it sets the new benchmark for uh, bonkers, that is for sure. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, it's safe to say that it definitely is bonkers. Yes. But is it like... It's not Kinda, trippy. Tegan yeah. fever dreams, you know. Yeah, it's not, not tri- quite. Yeah, it's not trippy. It's just like, whoa, this is crazy. It's not like, ah, what is happening? Right. Like you, you can know, follow it and yeah. You know, I mean, but there are there are things in here that are <clears throat> crazy enough to make us go, Oh yeah, this is classic who this is something just just silly enough to be like creeping off the scale here. Yeah. You know, just like the whole the master's whole situation of how he's gotten into this and the fact that they keep it as a twist for a cliffhanger. Yeah, is is great. That's bonkers. I love that. Yeah, I Uh, love that. You know, chameleon turning into the master and then turning into Howard and then turning into, I don't know, 
Cyber Howard. S- Silver Howard. Silver Howard. I don't, yeah. it, it's, it's, that's bonkers. Yes. That is totally bonkers. So, I, I mean, I, let's, let's take the, uh, let's, yeah, let's talk about, um, let's talk about Chameleon for a little bit. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I don't know how much we could actually... You could tell, like, when they would show the chameleon, the robot, you could tell they... they. It, I almost, like, wish they had just, like, when we were morphing back into the master... Or the chameleon from the master, that it was just, like... It almost felt like they just threw the robot from off screen onto... On just, just they didn't care about it at all. Mm-hmm. It just is like hit the floor and it's just like its leg falls off. They're like, whatever, we'll fix it in post or something. Right. Um, yeah, this robot was looking pretty haggard. I did enjoy, like, just Chameleon turning into the Master was, is, like you said, just such a great reveal and cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. It's so yes. good because that is the first like wait what like I guess you can you can kind of at least be like okay I get that chameleon turned into Howard that makes sense um and then like the whole we meet again doctor thing mm-hmm. that it was like what is happening and then you know becomes the becomes the master yeah it's one of the things that I I I I kind of like get the feeling is kind of hinted at in the story, but I don't ever think is explored anywhere else is that like Perry has got like psychic powers. Go on. Like she is like her um, chameleon basically picks up like the pattern of Howard from her. Yes. To kind of like take on that look. It's the same reason that, like, the master is having to try oh. and transmit his oh. his look onto Chameleon. And, and there's multiple points, especially in the first couple of episodes, where Perry is like, come on, Chameleon, fight it, you yes. know, focus, you know, pu- push him away. And I'm like, sh- based on the, 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 um, the story they've set up on how Chameleon can do this, but it's, it's done you know, on mental impressions, Perry is clearly kind of using her own mental impressions to kind of get Chameleon to push the master away. And I'm like, so you're totally setting up like this thing that she's got here. And I don't think they ever touch on it ever again. Yeah. Huh. That's very interesting. I didn't, <clears throat> I didn't think about it. I, I mean, it's, it's that. kind of there, but there's so many other things happening in the story. Yeah. And I, I, I guess there's no other instances of it. Not right? that I could think of, yeah. you know, and I'm not saying that I know every story that she's in really intimately, but I wonder if, yeah. um, if there is a, if there is a, uh, anything about her being psychic. I, not I'm, that I've ever on seen the internet. I want to see if there's like some sort of, nope, doesn't look like it. <laughs> uh, it says chameleon seizes on her psychic impulses and transforms into Howard. See? Hmm. Interesting. She has psychic impulses. Interesting. So, yeah, the whole chameleon thing, very interesting. I love when mm-hmm. he turns into, like, Silver Howard or whatever you want to call that version yeah. of Howard. Yeah. I thought that was very interesting. Um, just the general concept that the master this entire time has been um, messing with chameleon. To, to, yep. To, but here's the thing, like whoa, this is crazy, Chameleon turned into the Master because the Master took over him. 
and you think to yourself, why would the master do that? It doesn't <laughs> really a... make any sense. I mean, I guess that's if he wanted question. to get into the TARDIS, he wanted to get close, he wanted to mess with stuff, I get I get it. That makes sense. But why wouldn't he just figure it out himself? Because, you know, he's a hands-on guy. Yes. Or not hands-on. He, You will obey him, and then you obey him. Yeah. So when it's revealed that he's he's living in a dollhouse... <laughs> I went, oh, that this is crazy. Yes. And this is fantastic. And some of the camera angles we get with them, like, looking down into his, you know, master dream home. Yes. It's very good. It's, it's, it is. It's great. And then the fact that, like, oh, my gosh, I can't remember. Is it Perry who picks up the box and then, like, ultimately, like, throws it down? Yes. Yeah. And and now now the master is running around his own TARDIS. <laughs> and and there are these great these great shots where he's laid into um uh Anthony Ainley is like CSO'd into like the circuitry of his console and as he's running around in there. Yeah. And it's just I love those shots. Those are so cool. Just the idea that the master was trying to make his tissue compression eleven later a bit more deadly, and it, he accidentally used it on himself, or it backfired and and shrunk him. Yeah, and so he's been having to try to do all this stuff from this little box that I guess he built himself. I guess I. That's the other. Th- well, you know, we it 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 turns out basically what happens <clears throat> is that he 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 been messing around trying to make a uh, a tissue compressor that is more powerful than the yep. one that he has and he he mucks something up and uh he unfortunately shrunk himself yeah so now he is trying to figure so now you know like the reasoning he's like well I've already been messing with Chameleon this entire time. I should figure, you know, I'll play that card and and hopefully get this thing I need to unshrink myself. So he's using him kind of like as a, um, I didn't want to say a kaiju. Uh, <laughs> it was more of a Gundam. River, yeah, he's more of a Gundam. Yeah, he's using him like a Gundam that he tr- can transform into himself. I will also say, uh, Master Suit Game on point. Great oh, yes. suit. Always. Amazing suit. Loved it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought also, I thought, I feel like, uh, have we watched much of Ainley's Master? I mean, we've seen a bit of him. Um, you know, obviously, Legopolis, Survival. Um, Castro Valva. Castro Valva, thank you. Yeah, we've, we've, we've Doctor, definitely seen okay, him. Yeah, King's Demons, yeah. we've seen him yep. a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. But um, I, I was just like, this is this is great. He did a great job. I really enjoyed his performance in this. Oh yeah, and I and I wouldn't be surprised if you know, knowing that his contract was expiring at this point in the show, he's like, "All right, well let's let's just let's just put it on the table. Let's just let's just go for broke." And this was, I mean, his contract was expiring, but this was not his his last time. No, no, <laughs> yeah, it no, wasn't. They, he was, they bring him back. They brought him back a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. So he was he was Definitely. actually around until technically the end of. Uh, Classic Who. Classic Who. Yeah. Yeah, didn't yeah, absolutely was. Yeah. Um, do we want to talk about the introduction of Perry? Yeah, so let's talk about the introduction of Perry here, who at first, like, we're watching this, and I'm like, 
What is, did we time jump? What is happening? I don't understand what is going on. Um, And we're introduced to Perry. And here's the thing about this whole, this whole scene. When we're introduced to her, Mm. I, it almost feels like they could not decide if they wanted Perry and Howard and everyone around them to be American or to be English. Yeah. The, the, the accents yep. are a wild during this. They, they are. That is for sure. I feel like as we go, actually, I mean, as we go on, it might get better, but at some points it might've gotten worse. Yeah. I could, not. you know, and I was confused too, because as the story starts, you know, we've got basically Frodo and Sam going to the mountain. Um, and then we cut <laughs> yes. to, we cut to, um, you know, allegedly a whole other planet. Yeah. Right. But since they're using the same location for both, they look so similar that yes, I was confused too. I'm like, okay, wait, these can't be happening in the same place. Right. Right. Yeah, um, and then it obviously is made clear as, yeah. you know, things go on, but yeah, we, we get introduced to Perry who is, I, I honestly kind of petulant. Yeah. You know, <laughs> She's like, ah, this is boring. I'm going to go to Morocco. Hashtag van life. And, um, you know, I think at one point she goes, I'm not a child. But she also gets an allowance. I'm like, really? Yeah, it's it's strange. It's it's funny. Now, Howard is her stepdad. Yes. Um, Just to make that clear to to listeners who maybe are listening (laughs) to this and have not seen the story yet and and also just to let you know if you have seen the story and you were very unclear about what was happening yeah fair point because fair point huh like i'm like who is this guy yeah and then i went i think it's her dad yeah they they don't do the best job of like sticking a couple things in dialogue to kind of just like set that context um but the simple fact that you know um basically you know howard like intentionally like strands her on the boat so she can't make her plane to morocco like he's he's like this absolute dick to her mm. um but at the same time like perry ends up being like kind of conniving she's like oh well i'm just gonna take this and go sell it and i'm gonna have money for my trip or something and i'm like what is going on with yeah. these characters this is our introduction this is our perry yeah yeah it's um it's uh yeah so she i they leave her on a boat right yes they're like all right bye and then perry uh decides to go for a swim even though the character cannot swim or something yeah (laughs) i got tired i just assumed like listen it wasn't like she just jumped off the boat she there was thought put into this she she took off her street clothes put them in a bag so she could yep. swim ashore with them. So th- there's a lot of thought that went into this. It wasn't like she just jumped in and was like, uh-oh, I can't swim. Um, right, so she gets like halfway to shore. Yeah, I assume she just got tired is what happened, which is uh, more, plausible, okay. more plausible than just being like, oh, yeah, I just remembered I can't swim. <laughs> right. Yes, and and, and Turlo, this, this story is interesting because – we get our our regular what's left of our regular cast in some different outfits finally yeah um 
Can we talk about the sweater that the doctor's wearing? Yeah, sure. I, I mean, I, I want to come back around to Turlo, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we'll, we'll come back to Turlo, but... Um, the doctor was also seemed to be wearing something a little a little different. He was wearing like this sweater. Mm-hmm. It was like an a, a light. I don't even want to call it olive. Maybe light brown. Yeah, probably with like flowers and branches on it. And I was like, I've never seen this before. I mean, no, it, it does look it does look a little bit like seventies carpet. Yes, absolutely. Um, but obviously, they're they're in a much warmer climate for filming yeah so the full cricket jacket wasn't gonna wasn't gonna fly absolutely not um but i like it yeah same i like it as well um you know we we get turlo deciding to be like i'm gonna wear shorts okay yeah and a dress shirt Uh, shirt. all right yeah fine with it i i don't i didn't have any any big issues with it but i mean i did have this whole like it almost made me wonder: Did the person who wrote, you know, wrote this? Do they not? There seems to be some weird logic uh, missing from some stuff here. For instance, right. you're going to talk about Turlo right now. I, I, I am because because to rescue Perry, he decides to ditch the shorts and go with his speedo that we really I don't feel like we need to see. But he leaves the dress shirt on, of course. Leaves the dress uh, shirt on for leaves the dress shirt yeah. for whatever reason. Uh, yeah, I don't even have a good reason. No, um, there isn't one because I'm sure the ocean temperatures there are are pretty pretty warm. They're definitely not Northern California, I'll tell you that. Yeah, but I mean, now your shirt's all wet. Well, yeah, exactly. And then he goes to to rescue Perry. Yes, and and the apparently the most logical place for him to kind of like grasp her and keep her with him is literally around her throat. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah. I think. Uh, listen, I don't know. Maybe they had one take and that was it. I don't. I, I'm just gonna say I'm no lifeguard, but I don't think that's the right place to grab somebody in the ocean. I think what he was attempting to do was. Uh, keep her head above water and get in a position where he could swim and hold her head up. I, but also, and it didn't look graceful at all. No, no. And I, I understand that especially like this is, this is a new cast member. If you're not careful in a scene like this, you may end up grabbing her somewhere else. Yeah. So you're just like, um, 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 I'll do this. And you just run with it for, you know, the, the three seconds of scene. Yeah. but And then someone it, went, wait a minute. That seems like a great idea for a future well, episode. Yeah. Let's, let's take a hot second and, and recognize that um, Perry is introduced in Planet of Fire. The very next episode is Caves of Androzani. And the very next episode after that is Twin Dilemma. Yeah. So. Perry, Perry does not have like the greatest introductory experience into traveling in the TARDIS. No, not at all. Like, this is kind of rough. Yeah, it's it's very rough. Very, very rough. Yeah, Jesus. So what happens after yeah. that is another logic. I'm, just the logic is, is missing from this. So Turlo, okay. re- Turlo rescues Perry, mm-hmm. and he brings her into the TARDIS, which is fine. All, all this tracks, this makes a lot of sense. It's the only place Turlo has to go. Yes. He then carries her into a bed and places her in the bed, which is fine. This is still fine. Places yep. her in the bed, but then wraps her in 
in sheets. And as I'm saying it, I guess it makes sense he was trying to keep her warm. But it basically seemed like he didn't say any of that. He just mm-hmm. put her in the bed and put covers over her. And I'm like, well, that bed is it's all wet now. You've done nothing to help help Perry at all. And she's just talking nonsense the entire time. And this is, yeah, she's probably in shock, which is what it is. But there's no, Turlo is not saying like, stop shaking. I'm trying to keep you warm or I'm trying to dry you off and keep you warm. Uh, it, right. just, it seems weird because he just plops her in a bed and puts covers over her and goes, well, you're probably fine. Well, yeah, because obviously the other way you can take that is like, oh my gosh, I've I've found a woman. I'm going to go take <laughs> her, her and put her in my room in, in and put bed. her in my bed and, and accidentally call her Calvin Klein. Oh, wait, no, sorry. That's Back to the Future. Mm, something else. <clears throat> and obviously genders are swept too, whatever. Yes. So, I mean, in this whole process, this is when Perry starts mentioning Howard, and that's when Chameleon turns into Howard. And right, yeah, she, she kind of has a nightmare and talks a lot in her sleep. Yes, oh my goodness. <clears throat> but yeah, so um, I think as we went on with Perry, I think it, it got a little better. I think we got a yes. lot of like her. Like I think the best part is when when people are not aware of who the master is, and they're just like, "You seem like a really crappy guy," and I'm just gonna push you over. Like she showed no fear in a lot of these situations, which I thought was great. Like when he's like, give me that circuit board. And she's like, I don't know what this is for. I'll just throw it over this cliff. Um, Yes. There's just a lot of like great stuff like that. Her just like throwing the box and pushing the master or I guess chameleon master over. Um, Yeah. A lot of, (laughs) it's just a lot of good. And then I love at the end when it's like, well, all my all my friends have left me. I guess I'll take you home. And she's like, nah, I'm good. I'll travel with you, which is like a huge mistake. <laughs> she does not Hashtag have a, van life. She does, um, she does not have a good go of it her first couple. No, but that is, that is kind of funny because, I mean, with respect to kind of like Perry interacting with the master, one, I am I'm a little disappointed the master does not get his own island getaway outfit. Oh, that would have been great. Right. There's there's a cosplay, folks. Also, I think, island, island getaway master. There you go. I think another thing about the master that was confusing. I got you know it made sense when he was chameleon master that he couldn't yes. hypnotize people. Mastelion. Yes, but like when he was mas when he was you know l- l- mini master <laughs> or regular size. Well, he was only regular size for a little bit, and then he was actually yeah. crispy. Hey. Um, <laughs> But like when she, he's like, "I'm the master, and you will obey me." Like it, he, nothing happened. What? Okay, no, I I copied down the line because it is so good. It is so good. I think this is the peak of the of of the entire story. And he goes, "I am the master," and she goes, "So what? I'm Perpagillion Brown, and I can shout just as loud as you can." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yes, the best." Yes, Perry, my queen. I love it. That's great. So good. I mean, I'd say as introductions go for a companion, this is pretty good. Honestly, yes. I absolutely agree. Overall. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, like, we've we've hardly touched on the natives here on Sarn. I Um, mean, I barely cared. (laughs) Okay. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, they they worship Logar. Logar's just a man in a suit. Yep. And Logar uh, the whole people. There's they have little 
um, like they're not birthmark, just marks the mark of Logar. Mm-hmm. They have that. That's fine. Yeah. And and then Turlo's like, I I have a brother, and I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> and, and he's like, I was a chose, I was a chosen one. I'm like, all right. And then uh, he he's like, I'm gonna stay here. I will say like the 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 ending with Turlo being like, I I gotta stay here. And the mass and the master, I'm sorry. And the doctor's like, all right, <laughs> they shake hands. It was a, that was a nice little moment. I thought that mm-hmm. was, and I mean, not to like, just like, <clears throat> you know, like skate past Tur- I thought Turlo was fine in this as well. I know we've, I think at this point we're like way past the like Turlo can't be trusted phase. Uh, actually, yeah. I don't even know if we are because at the beginning, the doctor's kind of like, where's this thing? And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, yes, you do, Turlo. You know exactly. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't Turlo. It was Chameleon Master. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean. I, you know what? I, I will say, yeah. So, yeah, the, the, the race that, that Turlo is part of, this, this is basically like, um, I think, like a prison planet. Right, that and their their prison sentence is being extras in Jesus Christ Superstar. Precisely, yes. Um, and 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 worshiping what periodically is a violet flame. Uh, and if you really want to go down a weird rabbit hole, uh, search up the I Am movement and the violet flame. Um, it gets weird. Um, and not at all Doctor Who related. Maybe that's something we'll cover on all night with the living thing sometime. <laughs> um, but I do, I, I love that the Master's TARDIS interior is completely goth. Yes. This is the full black interior. Love it. Absolutely love it. That's great. Um, yeah, I, I'm... I'm I'm looking at everything here in my notes. <laughs> They're really, you know, honestly, especially as we get into kind of like late third episode. Um, oh, well, obviously very late third episode. That's when we get our what's in the box moment. Yes. And it's the master. It is. It's the master. Is it me, John? Is it me? Or is the fifth doctor's era completely typified by his companions helping the master? Hmm. Okay, so we've got or Perry, or maybe or maybe the Turlo. villain. We've got because um, I think Adric is tricked Adric, at one point into Adric's helping the master. Tricked, like you give him a candy bar and he'll help the villain. Um, what kind of candy bar? Uh, it doesn't matter. He does not care. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. He's easily swayed. All right. All right. Cool. I'll go get like the almond joy that I don't want to eat. And yeah. Here. Awful. Right. Awful. Right. Uh, I will just like say I, uh, <laughs> I I have. Twitter up briefly, and this is just a break. But uh, oh boy. Lena is is the one who who suggested we watch yes. uh, Planet of Fire. <laughs> she just posted. I was on a flight for six hours. Who's the new Ronnie? <laughs> and I said, stop. Nice. And she said, R T D two is the one that needs to stop. So fair <laughs> enough. Indeed, love you, Lena. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, I um, yeah, I'm like looking for anything else that I want to bring up here, and yeah, I mean, I like I, I overall enjoyed this, but totally, like half the story, I was like, I don't, I don't really care. Like everyone's just arguing and trying to sacrifice each other. I, I don't. Yes, I don't care. It's, but it's, it is, it's that, it's that typical trope of, you know, (coughs) excuse me, of, you know, having a, a culture that has this kind of, you know, 
um, faith-based uh, aspect to it. Oh, Logar, you know, oh, we worship Logar. Um, and, you know, here's this younger uh, generation coming in and they glom onto the doctor and they're like, well, we believe what he says. And here's the older guy who, um, you know, gets tricked by the master. And so we have these opposing sides. Yeah. You know, it's, it's total trope, total, you know, standard fare. And, and, and that's fine, but you're right. It is not, it's more the B plot than the A plot. Yeah. 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 It's like, I liked, I liked half I liked half my meal. Half my meal was very interesting and good. And the other half, I, I mean, why was that there? The um, fries went cold. I get it. Yes. Ugh, ugh. Yes. But I mean, it's fine. We got half a good story. Totally. Yeah. I, I'm just, and the, the other thing that just blew my mind was because I was like, whoa, maybe, you know, because Perry's, you know, it's Perry's first adventure. Well, let's check out what her next adventure is. Wait a minute. Yep. I went, well, never mind, because I was going to pick that, that whatever was next, but we have already watched it, and it's, coincidentally enough, uh, Peter Davidson's last episode. Yeah. Or last serial, yeah. if you will. But yeah, um, I mean... All right. Uh, were there any fisticuffs in this? Let's. I mean, let's find uh, out, I guess. Yeah. Unless you have anything else. No, 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 no. Let's push some buttons. I've got all the machinery I need. Stand back. It's time. I mean, let's see. Perry pushes down the master. She also throws him. I'll give you that. I'll um, give you that. A giant rock thing falls on chameleon master yeah we also i mean we also get um extra spicy master i mean extra crispy master. ah yes he's li- quite literally burned alive or mm. so it seems hand wavy him yes or so it seems uh i mean uh, i'll give it a two and three quarters wow and that that's i think is being generous yeah, I was just going to go for a, a flat two. There we go. That's fine. Yeah. I'll go to 225. There we go. That's where we'll go. <laughs> I give you 350. I give you 350. Uh, all right, great. And uh, yeah, let's uh, let's let's check if anything's behind this couch. Hopefully 350. Hopefully. Gathering close, it's time for the behind the close <laughs> I mean, anything? Is this scary? I... You know, I don't I don't really think of it as all that scary. Now, granted, chameleon, expressionless, you know, screaming with that little hint of computerized warble to his voice. Eh, you know, there's a little bit of the uncanny valley there that might be a little scary. Um, it's certainly weird. <clears throat> um, it's at times maybe a touch confusing. Um, but I don't think this is one that's really going to terrify the kids. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Well, that's it for 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 Planet of Fire. And this Indeed. was it's my turn to pick something. It is. I'm very excited to hear what you picked. And I, you know, I was kind of like, uh oh, I got to pick something. Um, and of course, I picked something which I'm probably going to butcher the name of. But next time we're going to be watching the Horns of Nimon. Almost Nyman. Nyman. Nye. Or or Nymon. I mean. Naimon. Either way. Uh, yeah. Starring Tom Baker as the Doctor, Alal Ward as Ramana, and David. Uh, did I spell that correctly? 
I think he did Briarly. Briarly. I was like, oh, but that doesn't seem right. Briarly as K-9. It was written by Anthony Reed and directed by Kenny McBain. What a great McBain. name. <laughs> McBain. Um, I kind of sort of randomly picked this. I believe this is in the same, uh, oh my goodness, the same season as <sighs> Nightmare in Eden. I think, oh no, I, this is season. Mm-hmm. What season is this? Yeah, it's the same season as City of Death. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, I was like. That's I, what I thought. I'm like, I think this is. <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I was, I almost thought because of uh, yesterday's news and today's uh, sightings, you might be like, "Oh, we're doing a Ten and Donna story." Oh no, 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 not no, nope. Still classic. We're still doing classic. No, stuff. That's cool by me. I always love a good classic. Me too. Me too. Well, all right, okay. So until then, you can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at the Podcastica. You can follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice, and you can follow Taylor on Twitter at BusBuddha71. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Just search Podcastica. Make sure you rate and review us as well. And if you just want to head on over to SoundCloud where everything is, soundcloud.com slash the N-O-T-L-G. If you want to buy a, not a sweatshirt, maybe just a regular shirt. Yeah, maybe. maybe do we have tank tops? We should have tank tops, yes. Okay tank tops you head on over to shop.spreadshirt.com slash n-o-t-l-g and uh, purchase something from there or you can just head on over to patreon.com slash n-o-t-l-g if you want to donate monetarily we appreciate either one of those but as uh as we said at the top of the show things is still crazy uh, yeah um so let's support our local shops any way we can retweets actually buying stuff from them um skywriting um skydiving with a sign wow um, yeah do whatever you can to support your i was stuff. just thinking human directionals but man you went big that too that actually might work better you're right <laughs> well cheaper that's that yes way cheaper absolutely way cheaper um so yeah do all that and uh well taylor i'll see you on saturday hopefully yes indeed and we will talk to you guys uh in two weeks when we are reviewing the horns of a Nimon, and we will talk to you guys then. See ya. I think like a prison planet. Right. They, and their their prison sentence is being extras in Jesus Christ Superstar. Precisely. Yes.